What's up, popsicles? Was it good here with another episode of Was It Good? I'm Ravi, and I'm joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. For the second week in a row, we have our crackpot producer, Mr. Michael. Of course, we are discussing WandaVision, so if you haven't seen the latest episode, you're probably in the wrong space because we will not be holding back on any of the spoilers. So let's strap in, grab some popcorn, and kick ass. Spoilers. Wow. Got some spoilers. You I rushed through that one a little bit. I, I did. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't it's pace, fine. It's I didn't pace myself. No, no. It's okay. It's okay. I like the reference to kick-ass. Yeah. Let's start off right off the bat. Is yeah. this the reference to the, the kick-ass that was referenced in the episode Absolutely. To, 100%. The, to the movie that they're yeah. both in? This is, this, is, uh, this is referenception, where we are referencing the reference, which is referencing a different... I bet yeah. in kick-ass 3, they're watching... And for those listening that aren't aware of the reference, we're talking about the uh, two actors now that have both played the same character, Quicksilver yeah. uh, or Pietro. Both of the actors uh, appear in the movie Kick-Ass yes. as friends. As, as best friends, I think. What is a best friend? Yeah, a friend that you tell more secrets than a not best friend, I think. Clearly, That's no one here has had a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I look at What's Arjuna's friend. I, I mean, was like, Arjuna, is that, is that right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that I don't is a friends. very bizarre definition right yeah. there. I think, it's, I think it's accurate. It's a phrase. <laughs> it's like, people it's that like, I know that I think are friends, but then I, they ask me to send them money. Hey, Arjuna, I don't know. Uh, Granite Armadillo tunes in every week. Granite Armadillo is so, Obviously, a friend. So of is that good. your best friend? Ooh. Um, now, now you're on the spot. We're gonna ask you live yeah, right here. Granite Armadillo, your best friend. And as I say, live because we are on Twitch.tv/slash Was It Good. Make sure you jump on every Monday, Friday when we re- record these podcasts live. But Arjuna, back to you. The question is: Is he your best friend? Well, according to our Twitch, you know, you just mentioned our Twitch. Uh, Lag and Cheese says that uh, he is my best friend, or maybe he is our collective best friend, or maybe he's talking about someone specifically. Yes, maybe he is straight Chewbacca's best friend. <laughs> What's, I'm sorry, straight Chewbacca? I mean, I've so, so, Well, the comment Thaddeus Maximus uh, 4 said when you did your little roll right before we started recording this podcast, you uh, you sounded like straight Chewbacca, right? Ah, like, gotcha. oh, straight Chewbacca, you know, like kind of the, like you sound like Chewbacca. But if you just take it out of context, it is straight Chewbacca. So Anyway, we're, uh, as per normal, uh, off the rails here. We haven't even, so we're we talking, should rename the show Off the Rails. So we're talking oh. One Division, Episode 6. Yes. Episode Another six. episode, this time books. obviously uh, taking place in the 90s. Great era. Nickelodeon. We just, we just, we just finished the uh, second uh, act, really, right? Like it's the second, if, we're, if it's nine episodes. Correct. Finished episode six, which is we're two-thirds of the way through. So the next three episodes will be like climax plus epilogue. Yeah, and as we said at the beginning, there's tons of spoilers. And I think how this episode ends clearly shows that where... You know, Sora's oh, yeah. entire base got turned into clowns. Yeah, I mean that was great. <laughs> that was the fakest clown show. <laughs> the circus, the circus had come to town. Yes, or, or the town came to the circus. Really, let's be honest. She, she, oh, that she would make more sense. Yes. Yeah, she, she expanded. So the town. Wanda, uh, we're jumping all over the place Wanda. here, but Wanda, Wanda. By the way, and we're still confused about if uh, what her limits of her powers are because there are, uh, seemingly are no limits and. If we believe her, she doesn't really know how she's doing what she's doing, right? And at the very end of the episode, we see her expand her borders uh, exponentially because it's still expanding at the end of the episode, um, I believe. I, c- I could be wrong on that. 
It looks like it stops. Oh, okay. Maybe. Because Hayward and, and his goons are able to. They got of, away. They got away. Which, okay. honestly, I'm glad they got away because there's two, obviously two ways to go about it, right? Get yeah. away or they get inside the little and become clowns. hex and they become clowns. But by obviously them going out, being out, this chance, this rumor that's, that has started and, and spreading like crazy with what Hayward is really up to is the becomes a more possibility, a What's bigger possibility. Which is that he he wants the vision back because he is work with sword. He is working on sentinels to help protect the the earth. Because remember when uh, Monica and Hayward are walking through that facility, you've got all they're clearly building some big ash things. Yeah, some people are theorizing, oh, is it the spaceship that uh, Nick Fury is on at the end of? Well, that's probably a scroll ship. It's probably a scroll ship, exactly. But it would—it kind of feels like it makes logical sense that there would be another human protecting weapon. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Well, so, so what, the implications of that. So, I, I, we're gonna finish finish the thought, right? So, if he is building Sentinels, that means the X Men sent Quicksilver in their version of Quicksilver to try and stop the plot, right? Like, obviously, that you don't just. If that is true, you don't just have X-Men Quicksilver show up for no reason. He's not just uh, a red herring. He's not just, you know, a rando, mm-hmm. right? Could be the a X-Men hair. are on this mission. They've, this is happening. That they, We've got this cross-dimensional thing happening, this event that's spanning different dimensions. They sent in Quicksilver, their version, mm-hmm. from their dimension, to try and stop the Sentinel program. If that is true, right? That's the only thing that would make sense. Well, there's a lot of X-Men. That's not the only thing that makes sense, there's, but that's the theory. There's a ton of, there's a ton of like, obviously, uh, references, allusions, and hints as to other stuff going on, right? So, like, in the, in the the when they're walking through the facility and talking about what's being built, there's a throwaway line about the space program. A lot of people connected the space program to the Fantastic Four, right? Because the Fantastic Four go into space, they get their powers there, et cetera, et cetera. Also, Ravi's theory that, that the, Monica Rambeau has been talking to Mr. Richards. Was his John Krasinski? John Krasinski. Uh, Jim from The Office. I'm sorry. <gasps> Jim and Jim. Jim were you right? Uh, Real quick, if that does happen. So <laughs> what we're referring to is John Krasinski has been long rumored that he's going to play Mr. <laughs> Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Um, With uh, Emily Blunt, his real wife, playing right. Miss Sue Richards. Sue Richards. Invisible Woman? What, yes. And what would make it really funny is obviously John Krasinski played Jim from The Office. Randall Park had also a, played Jim from The Also office. played Jim from The Office <laughs> in a cold open. If it does happen... I really hope there's like it could be just two seconds where it's like, do it's, I know you? If they just can something, I don't know. If, something. if that happens, if they can put in a, a an over like a really heavy kick-ass reference, mm-hmm. they can absolutely well, do. But what Jim sees Jim. So here's here's the thing, right? I don't want to get too far into it. I know we want to go through our impressions and our chapterless things, but with the X Men stuff, right? Yes, you have all these references. You have this mystery this mystery character that Monica's like, and my contact's gonna be here in one hour, like really prepping you for the the secret person. Who could it be, right? Luke Skywalker. Uh, but the but the other thing, the, the thing that really stuck out to me in terms of the X Men illusions was actually something Darcy said when she's like, at a molecular level, like your genetics and everything, Monica, are changing. Like when you go in and you're out, you are changing. Sure. They have introduced in that a a yeah. way to have literal mutants, right? You are sure. mutating. You are your bot your your biology and your genetics are changing. So it's almost like is the consequence of Westview of what Wanda has created is 
everybody in this bubble will be a mutant, and then all of a sudden now you have or, mutants. Or, mutants. Or they have mutant DNA, so even if they're not mutants with powers, that kids could have Correct. the gene. Yep. And now you've created and now she's, a whole And she's race. opened it oh, up, and maybe cool. she's going to open it up a little bit more, right? That's cool. To all or of maybe like when it eventually disperses, mm-hmm. it goes everywhere, or whatever and, this thing and is. And where is the original uh, Charles Xavier Mansion? Does anyone remember? Westview? I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it's New Jersey, New York. It's correct? New York, not New Jersey. Right? But Well, New Jersey and New York, as we know, are very Let's close together. Let's find out. So if she bo- boosts it open, yep. then all of a sudden, Xavier comes into play. Uh, so so just to, I know we're going, we're going way into the future here with the show, but perhaps it's not the Sentinel program that's getting created, but it, the Sentinel program could be a consequence of what's happening right now. I think there's going to be a lot of consequences from this show. Like, at least they're... They're setting it up, and I think Marvel always does a great job of this. No, nothing's set in stone, yeah. But they're they're teeing up a lot of things where you could go in a lot of different directions with with what's happening. Yeah. Or they could do nothing. Yeah. So the uh, the uh, <laughs> the the X Mansion, uh, Westchester County, New York. Thank you, Michael, our crackpot producer. Um, Why are all producers um, crackpots? Because they do. Th- they can. They multitask, which is something that not everyone can do. I couldn't do it. don't tell them (laughs) so Um, to recap this episode we have this fun little segment where we do our one word impressions it can be simply about the actual episode our viewing experiences the type of food we ate any of that fun stuff you eat food during WandaVision? I hold my breath and just watch well it is midnight so that makes (laughs) sense Uh, Christian you don't usually go first just kidding, you do. Arjuna, you get to go first this time. <laughs> I'm going to go with Malcolm. I wonder why. Uh, because the episode, even though I don't think I ever watched a full episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Same here. It was still very recognizable of a style. Um, and like now we're obviously getting into more television that we are more it's more recognizable to us and that we grew up around. Um, so Malcolm was was the style that they definitely emulated with just the way that the opening was shot to the kids talking to the camera, um, very much encapsulated like that type of style. So, Malcolm. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Why not go with just like 90s? Because, I mean, there's a lot of 90s in the show. Is that yours? That's not mine. Um, I almost went Brian because Brian Cranston. That's true. Yeah. You should No, you should have gone way further than that. You should have said Zordon. (laughs) <laughs> because Power Rangers was a 90s show. Yes. Brian Cranston played Zordon. Yes. And not in the 90s version. No, correct. He played but, a monster. But, Brian, but right. the guy who played Zordon, Brian Cranston, played a bunch of monsters, right? Yeah. Oh, Walter White. Show, so. mm-hmm. You could have gone <laughs> a few different ways, actually. Christian, what would you say your one-word impression is? Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> so Westworld, I think, works on a few levels for me. Uh, Westview, Westworld, easy. But also... Um, the further out you get from the center, uh, past Ellis Street or near Ellis Street, which seems to be the boundary of the original Westview hexagon hub thing that Wanda has created, all of a sudden, the inhabitants become very robot-like. In fact, it's almost like she went, freeze all motor functions, and they're just doing this. They, they, they're not doing anything. They're just standing still. So I got really hard... Um, <laughs> Westworld. Poor Sorry, choice yeah, of yeah, words. Yeah. Poor choice of Not words. Not just the words. The emphasis. I he got, said I got really hard, really strong. Westworld. <laughs> Westworld vibe vibes. Um. So, 
I, I, you guys must have felt it too, right? I mean, it was honestly it was worse uh, no. I, I think it's a really good comparison. Didn't think about it till you mentioned it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was just well, like, not that I think I think that's. But I got really, a good point. yeah, really, a really and also like, point. and the fact that Vision's the one walking through, who by the way is himself a cyborg, right? Yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't yeah. help but not think of Westworld. It's like we have a robot walking toward the edge here, seeing other humans slightly beyond or outside of Wanda's control, or they're not outside of her control, but they're at the limits of her control. So they're acting very robot-like. And he's the one to find that, to see that. And I was just like, oh, this is totally worse. You know is why it, I didn't make it? that connection, though? Why? Because the season three was so bad, I just erased it all. <laughs> you me- that's I, right. I, I erased all motor functions. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, because yeah. I've seen a lot of that where it's like, <laughs> those, those people are on the edge of her control. Yeah. I don't think it's that they're on the edge of her control. I think it's more because they're so far away. So from a distance, they just need to look like they're doing something as opposed to being fully interactive and doing X, Y, and Z. Because she only really cares about vision. Correct. She wants to keep this illusion in check yeah. for vision and her kids, right? Because she told the kids, don't go past Ellis. Uh, and, the fact, and the fact that she didn't know that vision was on duty patrol. Right. Or so she could like plan she, for it. It's maybe, not like she has like a full yeah. radar of the entire like area and what's That's happening. Fair. That makes sense. I think it's just, it's one of those things of like, if you look, f- like if, if I'm walking down a street and I see a bunch of people, yeah. right, like way, way down there, I'm not going to be able to tell if they're physically moving and whatever, as long as they're there and they it's may like, just be repeating a process and that's fine. It's like but if you're playing Skyrim or GTA. Yeah, if you go if you go far far enough away, and let's say like your game lags or something, and uh, certain environments don't render all the way, and you see all these blocks, kind of the same idea. I I I like that. I also think maybe that they're trying to show limits to her power, right? That potentially, I think she has a line in episode five where she's like, "What do you think? I'm like controlling everyone. I'm making everyone like wash their clothes and like go to work and everything." And it's like, yeah, I think she is like literally having to do that for each individual person. So the least that you know the the less she can do for the ancillary people, um, yeah, the right. better because it's otherwise right. it's going to be too much probably to See, tax. I, I don't know if that individual. makes sense because remember in this episode, because it's Halloween night, she, what, doubled, quadrupled potentially the population around her with all the kids, sure. right? Right. So if it's really that taxing for her, which we, I don't, I, I, I don't know because, if it is. Because again, Vision got out of her bubble, like because she but was that's focused she, on. She let him things. remember because at the beginning of the episode, right? She was about to say, "No, that's not how it's supposed to be," or sure. whatever. But she stopped herself. And was she like, didn't know. Okay, she didn't know that Vision was going to go past Ellis Street. Right. So Vision, all Vision said was that he was going to go on patrol, and she's like, "Okay, fine." And then she talks to Herb later, and Herb's like, "Oh no, that's not true." Now all of a sudden. Vision's outside of her, I would assume, radius of control because he just walked away. So, and it took her fake real son, right, to figure it out. Fake. I don't think though it's like fakeish son. Like, Vision has free will to a degree in the sense that he he, clearly does. Though, yeah, he clearly has some free will, and he, I think, he's always had some free will. She's modified his memories, and she's modified (laughs) what environment around her to like. Adjust how he he plays out, right? It's kind of it's kind of like D and D, right? As a DM, you are going to set up a Ooh. certain path in order to force your character to do a certain thing. Sure, the character itself has some free will, yeah, right. But you limit and you pull back and put down on control depending on 
where you want that character to go. She realized in episode five that she had put too much control and he was getting angry. So this episode, oh, yeah? she okay. let up on the control and he went and wandered off and almost died. And, La La and, and Hayward was like, Haha, I'm hard for that. I have a different. I have a different theory of why he doesn't remember he's an Avenger, but we can get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that. Ooh, I, ooh, ooh, I like that. I like that. My uh, Hulk. <sighs> my one word impression is going to be <laughs> predictable. Avengers. Popsicle. Damn it. <laughs> well, it should be Avenge. And I, I'm using Avengers because two <laughs> two two reasons. Number one, the the interesting line of what is an Avenger? Oh yeah, <laughs> which was oh, hilarious. So what is an Avenger? Um, oh, only and only Paul Bettany can deliver the line quite like that. I don't think he was what delivering it. I think he went back and Paul Bettany went back into his own mind and when they told him about the Avengers, he actually asked that ca- that question to the what producer. The He's like, "What is an Avenger?" <laughs> and then the other reason I use that word is because I was I was thinking everything that's happening with Wanda and uh, the previous events that we've been shown with Sword, her breaking in, storming the castle, all that fun stuff, also kind of shows that the world is maybe more broken than what we've been led to believe, mm. right? The world suffered this five-year event. That's a good point. All these people disappeared. Well, people came years, back. Five. Five years. It was five years. Five years between yeah. Infinity War and, and then Endgame. Oh, I thought it was three. My bad. Yeah, Even five <laughs> years. <Marvel movies. laughs> I'm sorry, you Sony slash Marvel figuring out the timelines that's going on. Yeah, I'm, it's it's all confusing. So I'm a casual. Don't there's worry. been a lot of you know casual. You know, there was even the argument between Hayward and Monica, like you just don't know the struggle and things that are happening. But the fact that this entire thing is happening, she's got all of these people hostage. Um, it also feels like there there is no Avengers. There's, there's no one to really call. Right, Iron Man is is you know R.I.P. Uh, Captain America is old, old or gone or whatever. Falcon, uh, Winter well, we'll Soldier. We'll find out what to them. We're gonna figure that out eventually. They had their own show. They're, to be they're hunting down. But the big thing is people. But the Ultra. big thing though is like in this new world, in this Phase Four, whatever. There's no centralized group at an Avenger level, right? There's all yeah. these government agencies, right? And a Nick Fury and a Spider-Man. Everyone's very independent. Yeah. There's no kind of cohesion, right? Which makes sense. Which which is what you would get. After when you had years. the Avengers, right? Like, and also, and then like a five-year thing where half the people disappeared, and then also oh, came, they back. came back. You have yeah. to reintegrate everything, yep. which is going to take time. The world's a little fucked up, and Thor's gone. The Guardians are gone, obviously. You have still have Doctor Strange, pro- probably in New York. Well, 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 but he is about to go into the uh, madness of whatever, <laughs> which is directly related so, to this show. So he's crazy. <laughs> so we can just assume that he is insane, right? But my point though is again, <laughs> or scared. There's no Avengers level. There's no Avengers there. You what know, about the, what about what about Hulk? What about the agents? What about of Professor Shield? Hulk? We just don't. We don't know what they're doing, right? What about because like if there wasn't well, a Batman? Well, well, the Hulk. The Hulk is out of action. Remember, his arm is completely fried, so he probably has to retire as a full time superhero. But he's a because smart he's man. basically armless. But he's Professor yeah. Hulk. He can. He has a. Brain. But remember, this is just weeks after. So even if they create something for him to go over his arm, it's probably not done yet. So he's out of commission. And you're right. He's probably he's probably uh, uh, grieving over uh, what's her face. Black Widow. Black yeah, Widow, that one. Yeah, yeah you, you do have you have War Machine. He's still around. He's still active. He wasn't snapped out of he was no, he wasn't snapped out of existence. Right. Um you do have Doctor Strange. I'm just trying to think locally, like right, in that right, New right. Jersey, New York area who would be around. You have Spider Man. You have Spider Man. But those are probably the only three who are right, closest. But, but what I'm saying though is like no team. There's no team. They're independent, right? They need to take care of the immediate heir, yeah. which is 
because of this chaos. five year, the whole world is chaotic right now. So the X Men, it's like the it's the perfect storm for like this type of event to happen and to occur. Sure. Storm, right? Also an X Men. There you go. <laughs> I'm just throwing out X Men names. I see what you're doing here. Now we always have Arjuna uh, wait up until midnight so that he can spend three to four hours afterwards. Wow. Uh, going over and figuring out a DVD chapter listing. And then we have Krishna. Uh, this is the second time in the world. This, no, we're going to act like you've been doing it the whole time. Okay. And then Krishna does a chap DVD chapter listing reading in an accent that Wait, I what? pick. So you are going to read this as if you were Thor. Oh, and no, as guardian that's hard. God. Go oh, ahead. I don't know if I can nail that. And this is uh, Arjuna's DVD chapter oh, listing. Uh, what does Thor say? WandaVision, like? uh, episode six, <laughs> as read by <laughs> Krishna. Yes. Thor voice. I'm Thor now. That's not Thor. Read it. Wander in the middle. That's not Thor. It's going to be awful. <clears throat> Faithful wrestling costumes. Normies go rogue for friendship. Vizlock Holmes. Who's Vizlock Holmes? So Vision. Sorting to Viz, Sherlock, Vizlock. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was, I was like, are you going with Psylocke for a second? I was like, wait, Vision and Psylocke? I'm like, what do you know about the X-Men and Psylocke? Psylocke? Oh. <clears throat> Killer yogurt dude. Brother. Real quick, creepiest thing of that entire episode was that commercial. Legion-esque. Uh, Remember Legion? Like yes. how weird that show was? That really like was like, is this from Legion? Actually, real quick, before we move on. Did anyone else get the impression that was uh, supposed to be like Wanda losing control? Because that's what I got from I it. Think this whole but episode I don't know. is a little bit about her losing control, right? Yeah. Like, I think like even her commercials are going yeah, askew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's not a that's not an effective commercial to sell a product. And the the 90s were weird, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they were that weird where they were going for total irony when they were doing their commercials. Christian, there was a, a, a yogurt brand called was it Damien? Damien? Yogurt? Oh. Yeah, the, Damien. The, the D1. Yeah. Dan Animals. Dan Animals, right? They had a fucking polar bear yeah. on an island. Yeah. A tropical island. That would kill the polar bear. That's what this ever, that's this that's what this ever I don't know if that's, that's how fucked up the 90s were with their commercials, all right? I saw a polar bear on vacation. He didn't know they can't go there. He didn't. He didn't. The polar bear was going there temporarily. He didn't sure. know his glaciers were melting. Or she, melting. You don't. He, yeah, he or she, she were melting because bear? of global warming. We didn't know what now global warming better. was in the nineties. At least I didn't. Agreed. Because I was five. Uh, where was I? <laughs> you were on uh, the after killer yogurt, dude. Oh, ha ha! Brother or imposter. Watson Avenger. Curiosity killed the wrestler. Now serving ice cream. That was a terrible Thor impression. I can't. You know what that sounded like? Thor, do I you guys remember Thor. the voiceover uh, that to me? they would do like for the stinger at the end of Dragon Ball Z where the guy's like, oh, yeah. what will happen to Piccolo? Yeah. Oh, see, if, you, if you, if you had picked that, it would be like, wonder. Wait. Damn, maybe I can't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what your impression from Dragon right. Balls. Don't worry, wander next, in the middle. Next, uh, for Attack on Titan on Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell me now so I can get ready yeah, for it. Yeah, so for that one, I'm gonna do you're gonna do that as a, a poorly poor 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 English dub of an action Japanese character. It's like oh, way too over the easy. top. I've been watching Kiriko's basketball. Yeah, Done. exactly. Done. Exactly like that. I got you. There you go. Boom. That's easy. If uh, I, I can just read it in my regular voice, and it will suffice. So our June's <laughs> DVD chapter listing as, I'm not going to say as always, this one time, 
Pretty good. Pretty spot on. They're good always job. great. These no, are the, not that the one, best part of our podcast. Not when you had like 20 titles. Yeah. For, that was for even a 20 minute titles. episode, it doesn't that make any great. sense. Those are all, these are all great. Anyway, let, let's talk, talk about the one The one that I think you really nailed was the Brother Imposter. Obviously talking about Brother Pietro, Quicksilver. Yeah. There's a lot of information that is presented <laughs> could here. could go either way. It, it, we could seriously go all over the place with this because, oh, Christian has his hand raised. Go ahead. <laughs> Did no one else get the impression that he was reciting stuff and that it was like he was briefed on who Petro is and he was like reciting? He's an X-Men being sent into this world to stop the Sentinel program. I love that theory, so I'm just going to go off of it now. Thank you, you, I just want you to keep just keep hammering that home. Uh, I will. Um, but, no, but to me, right, it felt like uh, – to me it felt like he was reciting. Like he knew this information, but it, it wasn't like – it was like an actor. Actually, maybe our producer can uh, tune in at, uh, or or check in at some point here. But it felt like an actor, like just reciting information that they had learned in a briefing, or if they had read a script and like this is my character. He kind of like, hit, that's, that's he hit like the greatest hits to kind of try and convince her that hey, I am your brother. Yeah, but and then, thing, right? and then and the, and the other the other the other side of it is that he he like pushed her. It was like hey, oh, nice touch with the kids. You know, it's like right. you haven't done that before. You know, like. It, to me, it felt like he was super in control of his emotions the whole time. And if it's a, if it's really your brother coming back from the dead, I'm not sure that's what, the emotion that you're giving off. You know, obviously it's two different actors, right. so it's going to be two different ways of playing it. So if it's if if it's Disney put, uh, just actually just doing the the bare minimum, the surface level, recasting him, and it's like a joke. It's like they couldn't get the original actor. Well, I think there's the meta humor, right? Like the meta humor of like you recast. But the way, but the but the way the performance is, leads me to think that there, there's more to it than just recast. I like the theory that you know, there's obviously been the theory since the beginning that Mephisto is part of this, and and the new theory, especially with the confrontation that Vision has with Agnes, that probably rules her out as being Mephisto. But Pietro as Mephisto could make a lot of sense. Well, hold on. Do we actually believe though Agnes was true, true, true to like what was happening in terms of like she doesn't know or is she playing a bit? I mean, to kind of stay both. kind of like both. incognito or whatever. Or what about this? Could be multiple Agneses. Or or what if she is the Sorcerer Supreme or whatever is she called? She's called Mephisto. No, 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 because. Because uh, Agatha and Mephisto are married, right? Isn't that a thing? It like, depends. Like, oh, it depends on they're the connected. Like. Well, anyway, even if she's like this powerful being, like powerful beings can fall under the spells of other powerful beings all the time. Especially if Mephisto, whoever this Mephisto is, is either lending aid or power to Wanda. That's like a t- it's like a two on one situation, right? So uh, it could be that it is still a sorceress under the control of. One or two really powerful beings. So even though if what we saw that wasn't conclusive either way, in my opinion, is what I'm trying to say. It's morphin time. <laughs> Somebody say something. Please. I think <laughs> that you're wrong. He sounded like a conscience. And that <laughs> like a Jiminy Cricket character. Aaron Taylor Thank Johnson you. is coming. <gasps> okay, see that would be amazing, and here's why. Actually, I don't know why. Why would that be amazing? Go ahead. Um, is that X-Men versus Avengers? Because that is, uh, by the way, a very popular. It's a very uh, good art. A very really good uh, comic book line. 
where the X-Men is versus the Avengers. Sure. Is. Isn't and, this Scarlet Witch? Like, and I believe uh, Wolverine is the one who goes back and forth between... Because uh, Wolverine is on both the Avengers and the X-Men. So, so, so cool. are Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Oh, boom. Oh, God. We have two-thirds of the uh, trifecta. I, well, I don't know if they actually... Those two ever join the X-Men. I think they're on... Because they're Magneto's they're always Magneto's side. Yeah, they're on yeah. Uh, whatever his his brotherhood of wouldn't brotherhood he wouldn't of evil. he be X Men in that in that context? I, I've never actually I honestly read it, haven't so read I'm the just, arc. I'm pulling out of my so book. I don't know either. I'm no, just making shoot. them all up. Um, well, we're just telling this. Magneto is going to appear in episode seven. Why? What? Why do you say that? I'm just making stuff. Fast Bender or well, somebody? McCullin. Somebody <laughs> was uh, pumping out. Ooh. Somebody yeah, was pumping out that same thing that Fast Bender would show up in episode eight. Is that Luke level? Yes. Actually, you said he would it. show up in episode six. That was your bold prediction. The, is it? Oh, nice. Yeah, McNeil will be referenced. No, that's Christian's oh, season. <laughs> Sorry. You're stealing <laughs> your Your episode six bold prediction was Michael Fassbender shows up, which did and not happen. he did not happen. Oh, my God. So here's the thing with Pietro, too, is um, Pietro just got a new follow. Oh, nice. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate that. Oh, Piet- yeah, thank you. Pietro, obviously is playing the role in the sitcom of the, you know, uh, kid-like uncle just causing chaos and trouble. Yep. But he also presents a couple of, like, flashbacks. Yep. Um, one of the flashbacks is when um, Wanda and Pietro were kids in um, Sokovia, yeah. and there's a bunch of bullets flying in the background and bombs going off, and they're going trick-or-treating, and they get a giant fish. She doesn't remember this yep. at all. Yep. Is it possible, because... Again, with Pietro being that it's a different actor, the actor that is from the Fox X-Men as opposed to the Pietro that we see in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it possible that this is another Pietro altogether uh, in terms of from another multiverse, another universe? Or is it true with what he says where he says, Pietro says to Wanda, you're just, you know, the trauma, you're suppressing it, which obviously would be another indication of like, she's obviously very traumatized and that's why all these terrible things are happening. I, I think that's an outside influence, right? I think, I think by this point it's clear that there's, there's got to be some kind of out, outside influence uh, working on Wanda. The fact that she tells him, I don't know how I'm able to control all these people. Uh, the fact that she, the, there's like simple things that just seem to go beyond her. She's so powerful. She can do so much. And they're like little things that go under her notice or she lets go. And those are interesting choices. It's like she herself is like at war with herself, like giving the people she love control versus controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And it seems to be that battle is what's going to be what, causes her to break. Her good maybe. side versus her evil side. Yeah, not her good versus evil, but like control versus, you know, be free or whatever. Um good versus evil. Sure. You could, yeah, you can go that way. <laughs> I think I think all of I think all of the above is true, right? I I don't think you cast the X-Men version of Quicksilver unless you want audiences to relate him to that version of the character, right? Um otherwise what what's the point? Just cast a new actor, right? But you're you're playing third Quicksilver. You're you're playing <laughs> off of the idea. You're playing off of the idea that this Quicksilver is related to that Fox version somehow, right? Um, so I think that's part of it. The I same hairstyle, the same hair color as what he's in X Men. Like even if you weren't going that route, right. the fact that he has like platinum, the platinum like silver hair, which is the X Men version, whereas like. Um, 
Aaron Taylor Johnson's. Aaron Taylor, it was like more blonde, right? Like the fact that they're going and they're trying to show you this is this is the X Men version. This is this is the version that you saw in theaters when you watched. There so is a couple of those gonna, movies. If you were gonna do that, like like if you were really trying to take make it so that it seems like, hey, this is the Quicksilver from X Men, then they should have done one of his classic slow down speed runs, right? Oh, it's like, coming. You think it's still coming? Oh, okay. well, you gotta save that. You well, gotta save that. Well, we did see him use his powers. It's yep. the same version of the powers we kind of saw, or at least related, like the color palette and the mechanics of it are related to what we saw in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, he also does reference, he actually says to Wanda, he's like, I know my face looks different. It's weird. I don't know why. Like he says, he, there's a line where he specifically says that. He was briefed. So he's, try, he's trying to, at the very least, convince Wanda, no, 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 I am your brother from Age of Ultron. I am Aaron Taylor Johnson wearing different skin. He's an agent. So I think they're trying, I think it's like there's all of this above type of, type of stuff going on where it's like, Maybe it's a he's just like a a weird combination of all these elements. He reminds me of so DC Universe has a show called Doom Patrol. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which is about like the very C D listing like superheroes. Love they live it. in a mansion. They're like they're all very kind of broken. Brendan Fraser stars in there, but one of their <laughs> the, the main villain of the first season is Mister Nobody, and it's this interdimensional multiverse being that kind of just he breaks the fourth wall a crap ton, and he's very and it's, he's played by Alan Tudyk, right? And he oh, th- th- does amazing. an amazing job of like breaking the fourth wall, realizing that they're in a TV show, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if. Like, to Arjun's point, if Pietro is Mephisto, right, is he also kind of going to start playing this role of, like, fourth wall breaking it down, being like, oh, yeah, I took on this form because I know there's a Fox version of Quicksilver, like, being very kind of, like, all hands on the, you know, just really kind of out there in terms of presenting. And it, it could work one level before that, right? So he doesn't even have to break the fourth wall, but he could break the fourth wall of the actual universe. Mm-hmm. Like where he's like, you know, um, you know, I just know this this other dimension where the mechanics of powers are different. And I'm pulling in that version, right? Well did you guys catch the big kick ass reference? Yep. Yeah, they yep. mentioned it. So they know what the, they know it. That is interesting. I mean they mentioned kick ass. Kick ass is a Fox not property? A, it's not. I thought so. It's I was the thought, actor who played the other Quicksilver played the lead in yep. Kickass. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's 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 fairly straightforward. What is Kickass though? Is Kickass a Marvel property? Is it because I I was I thought that was, I thought I took Kickass the Kickass d- reference as like a fun like a fun distributed nod. by I Lionsgate. Were, I thought they were just referencing the fact that he's not the actor who was in Kickass. Well, they're well, both in Kickass. He Evan is in Peters kick-ass. is also oh, in Kickass. He's, 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 he's the plays friend. the best friend he's the, he's of, like, uh, oh, of the okay. original. Yeah, yeah. Oh. which is which is the weird thing, right? That's where their crossover yeah. happens. The, I looked at the the Kickass thing was interesting because it was pretty heavily like laid on. Okay, you could not miss it. Like they said it twice in a row, and uh, Wanda had the very much like Kickass, you know, and then the slow <laughs> zoom on her face. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, don't don't hide it or anything. Um, you know, to me that was like they're they're having fun with the the two Quicksilver actors since they were both in Kick Ass. They played best friends. The original Quicksilver is the one who is Kick Ass. Um, but it's true. Maybe maybe that works on a different level. Maybe 
maybe that's true. Like maybe that works on the level of a little bit of fourth wall breaking. And the fact if they are going to introduce X-Men, you've got to have some fun with it, right? So that could be how they do it or one way they do it. I think it's just bizarreness that they're trying to introduce into the MCU universe because everything has been very much explainable, right? They've <laughs> very much, or at least they've they've tried to explain it in their own Pretty way. meticulous. Right, very right. meticulously. Like, yeah. there have been specific lines and just, like, full movies that are dedicated to it. I mean, like, the first, you know, hour of Endgame is them explaining time travel, right? <laughs> just, like, the way that time travel works and, like, the rules and all that type of stuff. They're very, you know, it's not subtle. Um but I think they're. I think with Wandavision, it, it almost feels like they're just introducing some elements, and then they're going to see what sticks, and they're going to be like changes come out of it. Like you don't think they have a plan? Th- they have no, to have no, a I think, plan. I think they have a plan, but yeah. I think it's a little bit more nebulous, and I think it's a little bit. It's not as like the details tightly maybe? wound as they've done in the past. Hmm, interesting. I don't think it's not detailed. I think it's very detailed. Like I think. Well, I think be, how it would be hard to keep it. Out. It would be hard to have both, right? Have like certain details and then have it nebulous at the same I, time. I, I mean, I think it's detailed in how they're presenting the information, but I think it's nebulous in terms of how they want to go about afterwards. In terms of like, how, how do you want the the consequences of this whole thing? I think is nebulous. Mm. But that's kind of been Marvel's mo. Like it's strict but nebulous. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is, if that is the case, then Kim Feige, right? Kim Feige is a mad genius if that is the case. The fact, you know how hard that would be to do? To be like, we have these elements, this is the plan, but the plan can change and we're we're able to change it? Like, I, you know, we creatively, that's the goal. That's the dream, in fact. You sure. have a plan and you're able to change it and keep it cohesive and make sense and coherent, you know? Like, every, every creative wants to be able to do that and it's less than 1% of 1% would be able to do it. Because our brains, well, when you have like our brains like, like structure, yeah. and they like to know what's coming next. It, especially the creatives, like uh, dealing with unknowns, you know, doesn't work for a lot. Is of that people. why this show is somewhat frustrating? Because you have to wait a week. Well, yeah, for you, I, for you, yes. Well, no, I think I think there's something to that, right? Mar- I think we mentioned this before, but Marvel Studios, uh, they're just used to making movies what, where you have the whole thing at once, and I think they're still adapting to the week over week type of content and. I think the show has gotten better as we've gone into oh, these more episodes. Like, there's definitely there's teases and there's hints that want to make you come, that want you, that want you to come back essentially. Because I remember those first three episodes. It's like, okay, cool, stuff's happening. It's like pretty slow though. And we're like, oh, where are we going with this? And then these last three have really much, you know, been very good week over week shows in terms of just it keeps you wanting more. It presents you new information. Answer some of your questions. Is that as you have new questions? Isn't that what you want in a show, though? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're yeah. doing a good job. It's almost like a perfect show. Uh, you want to sort of start off slow, because sure. if you start off with a bang and then it ends disappointingly, you know, ends on a. I wouldn't a say slow you want to start off slow though, because you you want to have people interested in your show, and I think Marvel has enough equity where people were willing to overlook that fast start. But if this or had no equity, right? yeah, if, yeah. if, this, this, if this show and this franchise didn't have equity, <laughs> Was out of nowhere? people would be like, okay, I don't get it, and I'm done. Like, the yeah. first three episodes, like, nothing's happening. They're just going through the decades. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Which is why, like, props to them for making the decision to have episode one and two come out the first week. Because yeah. if that was a three-week stretch yeah. as opposed to a two-week stretch, lost you would have lost, I think, a lot more. Um, but they have... 
They have some experience. Granted, it was obviously ABC television, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. suffered from this same problem where it was this big TV show that's supposed to connect to the movies. And it didn't. the first season, <laughs> the first half of the first season was just kind of this character development of these characters. It felt very disconnected. And it wasn't until they had their crossover with Winter Soldier and you were like, oh my God, the show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just got completely fucked because Hydra is S.H.I.E.L.D. And it just radically changed. And it was like, okay, this this is cool. And then it just kind of got boring and I never looked back. <laughs> and then Ghost Rider. <laughs> Oh, and Ghost Riders. Yeah, I always forget. Like, <laughs> Ghost Riders. They had Inhumans and Ghost Rider and then space and time travel. and Wait, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yes. I'll let you that marinate. I'm going to let that marinate for a second yeah. because <laughs> a lot of wow. stuff in Nobody there. Wow, knows wow, wow. if it's canon or not. In fact, the actors don't even know if it's canon. You know, it doesn't even matter because now that you've introduced the possibility of a multi-dimension, True. who cares? Well, I heard a rumor. <laughs> so the, the, the main thing. like mutant or main superhero from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a character named Quake. Quake. And supposedly her character is going to appear in one of these Disney Plus shows. No. I really hope it's not this one because that would not that would be just annoying. Yeah. She's allegedly getting her own show, too. That's Quake? also annoying. Yes, I would not say Quake was that interesting. Of a I, th- I think I think they're still figuring out that Inhumans property. Um, What's the difference between Inhumans and mutants? Yes. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> thank that's, you. That's, that's that, thank you. That, uh, that I don't. My I don't understand so it. It's whatever. <laughs> what are Inhumans? I mean, I think you depending on the uh, the the type of fan in Marvel that you ask, they'll give you two different answers. Of course, one goes to like the I believe the Skrulls. Influencing, they create inhumans. I remember that's what you guys told me. And then there's also the Eternals, oh. and they planted the well, mutant gene or something, like way back a millennia ago. And it, well, it, it yeah, we have an Eternals movie coming out, don't we? Yeah, and that will that will do something. And the scrolls are a thing now, <laughs> so you can have both. <gasps> you could have. What if one is mutant? Real and quick, one is inhuman. Real quick, side and note: so an inhumans side mutant note, war. So, uh, so a friend, a friend cool. sent me this hilarious like uh, post on IG. You a friend? Yes. Um, basically, it was, was like it, it was um, <laughs> it was a picture. It was, it was two pictures, right? Darth Vader lighting his lightsaber in Rogue One, and then below yeah. it is Leonardo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he's like, you know, Wow, Arjuna. You Thanks. activated it. It thought you were me. Nice. And then the bottom picture is Leonardo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, is that meme where he's like yelling yeah, at the TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the top picture yeah. is like you know Star Wars fans, right? You know, like Star Wars fans, hardcore nerds, and the bottom one's like uh, his lightsaber is red, right? <laughs> basically, making the joke of like, oh, you're a fan, but you're like pointing out the obvious. I thought it was funny. The way that we're explaining the Eternals and Skrulls and everything—it's not—it's not obvious. Aliens, is it? Yes, I mean, it's no, all it's made not. up anyway, so who cares? That's true, but everything is made up, so it doesn't matter. One other thing, Arjuna, you actually pointed this out because um, you, being who you are, just wait until midnight, <laughs> blink if everything's okay at home. Uh, <laughs> has said that the title descriptions are vague, etc. I'll let you bring this up. So. Interestingly enough, like at midnight, and I, I thinking back now, I believe they did this for the Mandalorian as well. Um, but when the episodes drop right at midnight, there's no there's no explicit title, 
Um, so this one's called like spectu- spec like spooktacular Halloween special or something, right? Nice, something along that line. But when it's dropped right at midnight, it's just called episode six. And then the description is very vague. It doesn't even mention Wanda and Vision. It's like two superpowered individuals know that something is wrong in their town, right? That that's like the entire description. Now. Right at midnight. But then when I woke up this morning and I checked it again, it had the full title and it had the actual description. And um, I think we theorized, uh, you know, before this show that probably the reason they do that is because internally, you know, you obviously have all this stuff saved in the in the CMS that they have. But anybody within the company could probably access that and you don't want to leak it. So they just probably put in some placeholders before the episode airs, and then a few hours later, they actually update it. So mm. things can't be teased and um, kind of spoiled. Yeah, that makes sense, because I remember I was trying to start the episode at midnight, but the rumor in the, uh, on, the, on the ground level was ruining the experience, so I just went to bed instead. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, w- it was very much that. It was just like, oh, you know, I didn't think, t- you know, I didn't give it a second thought, but it was. It was like two super hot... Ha- it was the exact description that you gave. And, yeah, thinking back on it, you know, I wish I would have been like, oh, you know what? Why is it so big right now? Sahara had a great theory that was disproven when it would change this morning. But she's like, oh, maybe because in the episode, the bubble, like, expands. They're, like, now in the show. So they don't get, like, the title and the description outside of the show. So Whoa. it's just, like, super generic and just, like, episode I love, I love that idea I better was, than what we got. I thought that was really cool. But then they changed it. It was like, well... It's not that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty cool, sh- though. Can I share my uh, theory now? about? Well, um, before we get vision? there, I also want to talk about <laughs> what I sent you guys as a picture no. earlier today. Oh, God. So I saw this post on TikTok, actually. Major no. spoilers. If you don't want potentially the whole season ruined, oh, yeah. turn, like, go away now. I have a different this is theory. Potentially, this this is potentially season ruining. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> For what? You'll you'll find out. You'll find out now. Oh, okay. So there was a picture posted. Uh, somebody went to www.google.com, internet.com, and then typed in Wonder Vision. And yep. uh, Google obviously does this amazing job of obviously just pulling <laughs> a lot of information together. You know, when you type in a, a key phrase or whatever, um, and when you type in Wonder Vision, there's a cast listing that Google pulls, similar to that of like IMDb, Wikipedia, etc. So when you select Google's cast listing for the season of Wonder Vision, and you're scrolling through, there's a particular individual known as James Spader, or better known as the voice of Ultron, who is listed as a cast member for the Wonder Vision series. Now, yeah. here's who he actually could be playing. Not right? shocking. We talked about John Krasinski appearing with potentially Randall <laughs> Park. As the two gems. <laughs> what if he's appearing as Robert California well, from The Office? It says now. under James Spader, it says could be voice a typo. of Holtron. Yeah, could be a typo. Could, maybe or somebody manipulated it. Yeah. Maybe they're making an ass out of you and me and assuming. Potentially. I mean, the thing with the Google, from what <laughs> I did a quick like look, and you can kind of modify the Google. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, to, so a, say. to a degree. Like if you put enough SEO stuff out there, you could right, probably you, put one of us in there. Well, IMDb and Wikipedia can both be, edit, can both can be edited. Can be modified as well. And I think a lot of that Google stuff pulls from those types of sites. So, But what's check. nice, though, is it kind of does tie into the whole what is Hayward doing? Like yes. he's clearly tracking Vision. And we also, know Vision is the ver- 
vibranium, thank you, Lerman, is the vibranium <laughs> new body, or was supposed to be the vibranium body <laughs> for Ultron. Yeah. And they were testing on it. Like, he was complete, clearly dismembered. Yeah. Even though, apparently, his wishes was not to be made into a weapon. So, so theory- what did they do? Make him into a weapon. So, it's the theory of this, then, that maybe have pulled out, maybe when they were working on Vision's body and mind, they pulled out the Ultron part of him, and now Ultron's going to be their weapon to try and stop this whole thing? Is that a, is that a theory? Do you think that's the Luke level no cameo, cameo that they've been talking the about? Luke, the Luke level cameo for this show would have to be it has to it be Robert not, Downey Jr. It is not. It would have that. to be Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> it would have to be Robert Downey Jr. or young Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth because or Ruffalo because I, Mark I because Mark Hamill and uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher are the OG three people. Right, so uh, to have a Luke level appearance, you have to look at like the three biggest the Avengers, OGs of the MCU, which you know I I believe are probably Captain uh, America, Iron Man, and uh, Thor. Right, Hawkeye. Samuel L. Jackson. Hawkeye. Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury. Would probably yeah, Nick be Fury would make, would, well. would make sense. Where he comes in, he's like, I want to start the Avengers Two initiative. <laughs> so uh, we we got a comment here from our producer, a crackpot producer, uh, Mr. Michael, um, who said Hawkeye. And we, uh, as in me, Michael, and Ravi, and some other people, had the had the pleasure of watching Age of Ultron and Civil War. Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda, sorry, Wanda, Wanda, Wanda um, a big part of her arc in those two movies is her connection with a certain Hawkeye. character named Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Wait, I told you this the other day, and you screamed at me. That was today, Ravi. That was this morning, literally. And I screamed at you day. because I said, wait. That's a Chris Evans line it's from um, It's Been a Long Day. Remember from Civil War? Well, it's been a long day. Oh, sorry, never mind. Um, uh, I thought you were making a reference to that, but you weren't. Uh, so uh, Hawkeye, here's my contention with this. Because Hawkeye does make a ton of sense for that character. Yeah. In fact, Her brother died saving him. Exactly. Uh, yes, thank you, uh, Lerman. Her brother died saving Hawkeye. Is Hawkeye a Luke level appearance? I think you're taking this statement and like I understand you're taking it too far. I like too far. I like that he's taking it too far. Because like you're you dissecting like, you're dissecting it to you a make, level that like it does not need to be dissected. It's not Luke level. It's not Luke level. You are going I don't give a shit about Hawkeye. Your expectations are way too fucking high right now. I don't care. Way too fucking high. Don't you need to bring them way the fuck down. Hi, hi. So there's a few things here. We have to break this down. Does Elizabeth Olsen understand what she's implying when she says Luke level appearance? Now, if we are going to agree that she does not know what that really means, then yeah, Hawkeye can appear all day. And all I'm day going long. to say, I that will say, she, Hawkeye, and Hawkeye appearing makes so much sense. It does. I'm going to say she does understand that because uh, I don't know you. if you guys are familiar, but when she was doing press for I think Age of Ultron or one of her first MCU movies. She actually talked in depth about like how her favorite arc with Wanda was the House of M, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they're never gonna do that though." And that's you know, so she, that's what it. they're adapting. So people are like, "Wow, that's really cool that she like truly believed it was never gonna happen, and it did happen." Or they told her to passion. say that so she could misdirect. I, I I feel like she at least does enough research and and knows enough of what's going on that she knows the implication of that type of line. Nice. And like I think it's like an inside joke almost of like the spoilers that the cast releases, but I almost feel like all of that shit is 
just another level of acting. Like they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo, like they leak <laughs> stuff. I it all it feels planted though. Like it, if you want to talk Disney? about like, pla- yeah, it all yeah. it all it all feels like shadow marketing, honestly, <laughs> of like trying to build I hype and it. all that type of stuff. I and love pa- it, but I hate it. And the Paul Bettany, like, there's a guest actor, and then and then Elizabeth Olsen saying there's a Luke level cameo. Like it just feels planted. Like, yeah. that's what it does. And I feel like Disney knows how to shadow market and manipulate the media into just continuing to build hype for your show. I mean, they got Krishna easily. So, <laughs> Well, so here's here's the thing, right? I looked at um, Quicksilver's appearance as the Luke-level appearance, and everyone was just like, no, that can't be it. No, but I think to it is To me, isn't. it was the Luke-level. I think that's what they were referencing. It has to be, because the Luke, to me, Luke appearing Amanda was so surprising, even though it shouldn't have been. I called it, it was. just to say. Quiet, you. Uh, we have the tape. Roll it. Nope, nope. He he made it up. He fabricated. Um, uh, Quicksilver appearing in that form was that level surprise. Sure. Actually, probably more so for me because I didn't see that coming at all. I think people Might saw people saw the Aaron Taylor version coming. Yeah, but not the Evan Peters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was truly like left field for me. Uh, I feel dumb for not thinking of it, but. No, you shouldn't, because I don't think most people. Right, 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 right. Uh, the the fact that most people didn't makes me feel better about myself. Is the what only, I'm the only, the people that kind of knew was because there were rumors that Evan Peters was spotted on. The oh, thank side. God I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I hate it when that's ruined, because then you're it's just ruined for you. Like Spoiler something's been spoiled for you, for a certain show, and I want you to not tell me. I will tell you. That no, right don't now. tell I'm me. I'm gonna say it on the pod no. right now. No, you're lying. Uh, this movie is called. SpongeBob SquarePants three, the movie. Oh, thank you. And it will feature the death of Patrick Starr. They're killing off Patrick. That's dramatic. Actually, that would be Patrick. That would be terrible. The pink star's fish friend of best friend of SpongeBob. He he talks like this. He's like, "Hello, I'm Patrick Starr." Christian, your impressions are truly awful. (laughs) (laughs) When you try to thank you, when you try to impersonate someone, it is completely wrong. Look at look at me. Just one hundred percent. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> it, is, it is hilarious how Who bad you are. That, that was just as me. Uh, I wasn't even going for it. <laughs> what was that impression of? I don't know. But I don't I know who I am dark. anymore. <laughs> it's, it's always too dark, you know, because we are in the darkest timeline. Yeah, actually, so. I would say that it's uh, perfect, considering the timeline that we're in. I didn't like the CGI in this episode. Just get kidding. out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> get out. What CGI? <laughs> <laughs> it was all practical effects. Yeah, it was just, just you know mirrors and uh, flashlights. Let's uh, recap <laughs> our our bold predictions here. As we know, my bold prediction was Michael Fassbender was going to show up. That didn't happen. Boo. Still time. Christian said that um, Christian's season prediction will happen, which was Magneto will be referenced. Boo. So both, I guess. Just your episode six prediction is now null and void. Yep. And then Arjuna's was Aaron Taylor Johnson will appear. That also technically is right because they did show the flashback oh, from Age of Ultron. No, so he you can write my check. Episode. You can write my check to Arjuna Ramkopal, and I'll cash that. Boo. <laughs> cool. Write the check from you to yourself then. What was it the was it the actual shot from the movie or did it was it was a it. shot from the movie. Oh, okay. It was. I mean, it was literally him so getting shot. And the line, by the <laughs> way, that went with that was great because uh, Evan Peters was just like, "Oh, and I got, I got like shot by some schlub or I don't know." It was, it was hilarious. It's like I get, I got shot like a bum, like in the <laughs> like middle of a street. It's just like, ah, how, and I'm here. How could they get me like that? Like do you guys have? Later. Do you guys have episode seven predictions? Of course. Let's hear your bold ones. My episode seven prediction 
which I have fought long. And I, I have one if you go ahead, Arjuna. Go, go ahead. Arjuna. So this is going to tie into my vision theory, right? We talked earlier at the top of the show about the loss of memory and if Wanda had potentially erased his memories. But I am more convinced now than ever that this isn't the same vision that we have come to know and love Whoa. because there is a mind stone in his mind. And I think we might have we talked about this last week. There isn't, or there is. There, there's potentially there's a no mind, mind stone. stone. There is a at least a, a, the illusion of a stone there. That's true. And there's a we know there's an image. There is an image, <laughs> and because of that, potentially, I do think they are playing with the idea that the, it is an infinity stone in a different universe. Oh, okay. And because of that, oh, and, and well, I'll tie it in the X Men universe. Uh, well, I'm tying it. I'm tying it. In, I'm tying it a little bit more because it is a different mind stone. Remember. Um, Remember that um, Wanda's power also comes from the Mind Stone. So the reason her powers are elevated is because it is a different Mind Stone. So it's like she has the Mind Stone powers from this universe, and she now has a Mind Stone from a different universe, and those extra powers with this Mind Stone in Vision's body is what is creating well, remember the remember You've outdone you, yourself. Remember I told you all last week after episode five, the promo for episode six or the rest of the season, mm-hmm. there's a shot of her where she's in, in front of a stone. Yeah. Yes. Right? So I think, yeah, that that definitely makes sense. And so my bold prediction to go Oh, God, theory, you just gave backstory to your prediction. My, my bold prediction go. to go, go with go. the theory is <laughs> this, I, the idea of the alternate universe Mind Stone will be explored in episode seven. Oh, give us more specifics than that. That's that's the. How fate. about just that's the? Fate. There will be a mindstone, or the mindstone from another will universe. Will be revealed. Fine, you know, I'm gonna go even more bold. There Thanos will appear in next week's episode. Wow. Okay. Boom. <laughs> uh, you went zero to one hundred and twenty quickly, hey, but, but Thanos appearing doesn't really. Thanos will appear with the Infinity Gauntlet okay. and try to take Vision's mindstone, and will kill him again. And then Ultron <laughs> will show up and defend everyone. Yes. We already have James Spader confirmed. We can have. I, we can I make Josh two Roland? bold predictions? Like a one, like an or. Sure. John Krasinski. Say both, but you got to pick one. I want either John Krasinski is going to appear or Hawkeye is going to appear. Hot, pick one. You, uh, you have to say hot guy. I'm going to do hot guy. <laughs> You're going to do hot guy appearing? Hawkeye appears next episode. Hawkeye. 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 Hot guy. Hot guy. Well, okay, Ravi. Well, keep your opinions to yourself. But, and your other one was John Krasinski will appear, not Mr. Fantastic specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. John Krasinski. The person <laughs> will show up in the MCU as himself. I, if they do that, that be hilarious. if they do that, if they do that, you actually, no, you, you, you can't say anything. Like, what if the bubble expands and then John Krasinski is a regular person, and then the bubble causes his stretchy power? They like play yeah. with expectations, right? Because yeah. John Krasinski's been so so you would be right to be Mister Richards, yeah. And so they have him appear, and they're like, oh, it's, it's like a misdirection, and then it's just John Krasinski. That would be so funny. It would be Brad Pitt level appearing when he appeared in Deadpool two. Tour? Deadpool. You were just terrible with the words today. Um, Do you have a bold prediction? Yes. My bold prediction is thus, thusly. Mm -hmm. In episode seven, um, I don't have We had dead air. (laughs) Got it. So bold prediction is there are no predictions. I I, honestly, the show has thrown me for a loop every episode. Just go go crazy. Just be like, Deadpool is going to show up and break the fifth wall. No, that's silly. What's the fifth mm. wall? Psylocke. Exactly. Psylocke will appear. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here's my prediction. There you go. Uh, 
that Quicksilver is an agent, an X-Men agent, and he's going to be failing in his mission to try and contain Wanda from destroying the two universes. Uh, his mission is to, st- is to stop the Sentinel program that What's-His-Face is um, uh, Hayward. creating. Hayward is creating. He's going to need backup. So someone, Psylocke, because you put Bizlock, I'm now <laughs> stuck on the Psylocke train. And it will be Olivia Munn appearing in the next episode to save Quicksilver's ass. And Aaron Rodgers is by her side. Well, no, he's getting married. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Aaron Rodgers will play just a regular person in Westview. He's just, he'll be, he'll be one of the people on the edge and he's just, he has a football and he's just doing this. <laughs> Almost throwing it. Like a, like a Westworld freeze all motor functions robot. Oh boy. Aaron Rodgers. You heard it here first. What a, what a prediction. We did that together. That was a team prediction, everyone. So let's recap well real quick. Quicksilver <laughs> is a secret agent from an alternative universe. Is failing. No, he's, he's an X-Men. And needs to help to stop Hayward's Sentinel program. Psylocke, yeah. Olivia Munn, will appear with Aaron Rodgers, just a regular fucking bum. Nailed it. Beautiful. Oh, man, dude. If that happens, what will you give me? I want money. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you that hundred dollars that I think I owe you we'll for clip, that thing. We'll clip, it. Spray we'll, tan bit. we'll clip. We'll clip your reaction to getting it right. We'll cut you. We'll cut it with you making the prediction and getting it right. Yeah, uh, and then we'll put it on Twitter. That'll be your reward. Fair enough. Uh, it won't do anything, but great. I appreciate that. I like this prediction. You know why? Because it won't happen. Arjuna, it's that time. Oh, it's that time. Krishna was WandaVision. Episode six, something, something spooktacular. Good. <laughs> it was really good. And you know what's mind-blowing? We didn't even get to the two fucking kids, which is great because I hate oh kids. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> no, we, I mean, should uh, we mention them real quick? No. <laughs> we don't need to mention them. One has super speed, and one um, is kind of weird like Wanda. So Psychic powers. We don't have to say and much more than that. And they can age up. And they, and they suck. suck. Let's be honest, okay? Kids suck. They did show some sense, of, like, like kind of like Vision, though. <laughs> They did show that they are s- they're sentient a little bit. I think they are in terms of they yeah. they break you know they can they do stuff outside of Wanda's control. Yeah, and maybe she's intentionally doing that, letting as well them have that because control. she wants to like have her family, which is why she's not because she she references in episode five that she's like I can control your vision, like I can control you like the rest of these people, right? But she doesn't want to because she wants this family life she wants like this bubble i i'm, I'm gonna take i'm gonna take the the episode question i'm gonna add a second question and then ravi i want you to ask the second question but include our producer as well so uh, we'll see how this goes ravi question number one was episode six of wonder vision good question number two are wonder and vision's two kids real in the sense that they have autonomy and they will exist outside of this bubble yes and yes amazing why <laughs> We need to wrap this podcast. We've been going for like an hour. All right, well, then... 24 minutes left. Oh, well, I mean, that's a lot of time. Oh, recording power. You're right. Okay, well, uh, you answered yes and yes. Uh, The reason I say yes is because I think they are formed or created... Like, I I buy into the Mephisto theory, the demon, the devil, whatever. This interdimensional being is able to create matter from other parts or whatever, you know? I don't think they're created the normal way that, you know, a human being is created. They're created some other different way, but I believe they I don't exist know. That beyond. was a scene in episode two. Because the they, have, they, have, they have powers um, outside of Wanda, speed, the uh, psychic connection between vision, all that fun stuff. And they can, they're acting, 
we've already seen that Wanda's powers don't work on them. When she tried putting them to sleep with her powers, it just did not happen. Oh, good point. Same with the good stalk. Point. Um, her, she uses her magic, her powers, it just doesn't do anything. So I think they are independent of her control in this bubble. I like that. I actually totally forgot about that first thing when they were babies. And you need Go X- to sleep. You need, uh, you need X-Men recruits. Arjuna was episode six of One Division good, and do you think the children are real? Uh, episode six was good. Uh, the children in the show, yes, are real, but the children, just like the question in general, are children real? I'm going to say no. I don't think children are real. Oh, wow. That's, um, the implications of that are far-reaching <laughs> for your life. Big time. Um, good very, luck. very kind of messed up there. Good luck, everyone. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good? I'm going to read our closing now. <laughs> read we it. Clos- we have a closing? <laughs> We're just our, our call-outs here, which is, you know, you can obviously find us on Twitter at Was It Good. You can find us on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. On Twitch, twitch.tv slash Was It Good. We do these podcasts live every Monday and Friday. Our upcoming podcast is going to be on Attack on Titan. I think that's going to be it. Poor, Attack on Titan. Poor Michael. <laughs> our producer cannot catch up and so for every episode of Attack on Titan is ruined for him Challenge and accepted. we also <laughs> have a website wasitgood.info make sure you check it out a newsletter is coming soon it's my favorite bit <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah it's gonna be like 10 years later there's still no newsletter newsletter incoming soon yeah remember time is a human construct yeah, therefore right. soon can literally mean past present or future it's you true. know and yeah what what uh, soon is relative yes goodbye yes, it's very relative goodbye